1: Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. This audio program may contain descriptions of violence and topics that may not be suitable for everyone. Please listen with caution. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains.
0: Why, she wouldn't even harm a fly.
1: seven bedrooms
0: no kitchen though
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's how okay so i've been apartment hunting for uh-huh. mike and i that's how some of them are yeah it's, <laughs> it's like, like no shared, kitchen uh, yeah i've seen ones that are like shared bathroom and it's like
0: Why? i'm getting an apartment yeah i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna share the bathroom <laughs> exactly oh <laughs> mm. gross i don't even like sharing a front door
1: <laughs> yeah gross <laughs> What happens if you see the other person? Yeah. Then do you have to <laughs> talk to them? Exactly. Hey.
0: No thanks. <laughs> yeah. That's too rough. It's it like is. sometimes I hear you. Mm-hmm. That's the that's like what would come out of my house yeah. or my mouth. <laughs> Sometimes I hear you.
1: (laughs) It's like, okay, now it's weird. Yes, now it is weird. (laughs) Okay, so we're talking about Halloween legends. Yeah, You go first this week because I realized that I went first twice in a row (laughs) because we totally forgot that we did Halloween crimes.
0: Oh. (laughs) I didn't go first for that? No. Huh. (laughs) Um, let me get out my Google Docs. Okay.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. while you're doing that, I saw Jigsaw last night. Okay. It was really good. I remember
0: starring in it.
1: <laughs> For those who don't know, Ruppy had a group of asshole friends
0: <laughs> that said she looked
1: like Jigsaw. And they're
0: still friends with me today. <laughs> yeah. Every time I'm on TV, every time it's on TV, they're like, hey, look at you. And they took a picture with this Halloween mask, and it was a Jigsaw mask in high school. And they tagged me in Facebook, in like a Facebook picture. Mm-hmm. So you were to go through my pictures, all of a sudden there's like four random people in a jigsaw mask, and it's like, <laughs> and that's like, look, you. where was Reppy? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. I had a lot of trouble. Ugh. Oh, a lot of trouble. Um, with this topic because I'm an idiot and I can't figure things out. No.
1: Because like I was
0: looking up Halloween legends, and a lot of them were just like, um, I don't, I, I couldn't find like Halloween specific ones. Oh, okay. Or, like, origin stories or anything like that. So, I found a few here or there, but, like... (laughs) You found a
1: few here or
0: there? (laughs) Don't make me regret sitting across from you. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) So, yeah, I found a few. And the one I liked the best was about jack-o'-lanterns. Yes, let's do that. Yes, I found... There's a few different ones about Mm jack-o'-lanterns, but this one's my favorite. Yay! The jack-o'-lantern. The jack-o'-lantern. Okay, so pumpkin lanterns, for one, been around since early 19th century. A little fun fact. <laughs> Sometimes they people used turnips. That's my favorite fact, to think about yeah. a little hollowed out turnip.
1: A little turnip.
0: A little baby That's what one. we should do this year. <laughs> if you paint them white, then they look like ghosties.
1: Aww. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> the legend I like the most is about Stingy Jack. <laughs> I, I looked on one website, and I read the whole thing, and I was like, the whole time they referred to him as Stingray Jack, like they spelled it just a <laughs> like little they bit just wrong. It's <laughs> like, man, if that R wasn't there, that's so funny. But Stingray Jack, Stingray is so Jack, much better. <laughs> but it has nothing to do with Stingray. No. Nope. <laughs> um. Basically, the legend goes that um there was this guy. His name was Jack, and he's really stingy, mm-hmm. and he was like an alcoholic, and he would drink in this pub every night, and every night he would try to get out of paying his tab. Or sometimes he would just leave. Mm -hmm. But sometimes he'd make bets with people. He'd be like, oh, you know, I bet you I can guess how many nuts are in this jar or whatever. Just anything to get out. What we like to call a real winner. Yeah. (laughs) Winner, winner, chicken dinner. (laughs) Um, Do you remember Allegra thought the lyrics to that song was, he's having
1: chicken tonight. (laughs) I think about it a lot. (laughs) I think about it too much. You know, the famous Beatles song. She has a ticket to ride. She thought it was, we're having chicken chicken tonight. tonight. Yeah, Uh, I think about that a lot.
0: (laughs) Me too, actually. Me too. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway. So he was in the pub one night, and he didn't have enough money to pay for it. Mm -hmm. So he turned they don't really say why the devil was in this pub but he Mm -hmm. turned to the person next to him and it happened to be the devil
1: he's an opportunist
0: he knew what was happening yeah so the devil said to stingy jack that he would turn into a coin for jack and jack could use that coin to pay for the pub um
1: but then when does he turn not into a coin (laughs) is he just in the till and then it just
0: no i think in reality he would give the like he'd put the coin down on the table Mm -hmm. and then walk out and then he would turn it you know so it looked like he paid i don't really know what the the end game plan was (laughs) for the devil (laughs) yeah so the devil agrees to do this he's like okay let's do this but stingy jack is a dick. So yeah, of course. instead, he puts the coin in his pocket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he puts the devil in his so pocket. So now the
0: devil's in his pocket. Jeez. However, the devil was put in the same pocket that had a silver cross in the pocket, which prevented the devil from turning from the coin back into the devil. Oh. Yes. So Dingy Jack told the devil, okay, I'll let you out and I'll release you. If you can promise me that you don't bother me for a year, which is like, okay, you're not going to ask for more, but uh, fine. Yeah, right. And if when Jack died, he didn't accept his soul into hell.
1: I can just imagine the devil being like, let me out. Yeah. Hey, brother. I am the darkness. <laughs> a real high
0: voice from being a coin.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah. the <laughs> <Every day. laughs> So. Hear me. <laughs>
0: Um. So, the devil, being a fair person, mm-hmm. was like short. Sure, being fine. a fair
1: person, hey, I love the it. devil's
0: he's not a liar. No, <laughs> he just makes you do bad things. Well, he doesn't make you. I don't really know. He tempts you. He tempts you. Yeah, it's he's up just, to you. <laughs> he's just the fun guy. Yes. So Jack lets him out. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, you won't bother me for a year, and you won't accept my soul into
1: hell. Jack has some pretty low expectations of things, doesn't he? So
0: Jack's like, okay, bye.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And they're just like, okay, this was fun. I'll see you. I
0: I won't get mad that you stuffed me in your pocket and didn't let me out. But Mm -hmm. okay. So for a year, the devil is true to his word. He doesn't bother Jack. They never see each other again. Mm -hmm. And then a year later comes around and the devil once again shows up. (laughs) and (laughs) And Stingy Jack tricks the devil again. He convinces the devil to climb a tree to pick him fruit. But while the devil is up the tree, Stingy Jack carves a cross into the tree. So <laughs> so Jack can't come down. Can't. So
1: the devil can't come down? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So the devil,
0: the devil can't devil come can. down. He said, Jack, so,
1: let me jump
0: from here. <laughs> like <laughs> whenever he's stuck anywhere. Yeah. But to me, it's like, why is the devil picking you fruit?
1: Exactly. Why is the devil doing you any favors? I don't know why. Yeah. I don't.
0: There's there's no, like, like reason anywhere. My only thought could be unless he was like, if you give me fruit, I'll give you my soul. Uh-huh. I have no idea. This is
1: definitely not the devil. This is like some low-level demon pretending to be yeah, the devil. Yeah, it's just
0: <laughs> it's weird.
1: So, it's like in your pretty faces going to hell. It's, it's <laughs> definitely Gary.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, in order to release him, Jack requires 10 more years of not being bothered by the devil. Mm-hmm. And now ag- we're talking
1: real time. <laughs> yeah. And once
0: again, he asks for the devil not to claim Jack's soul when he dies. So he can't go to hell. And the devil's like, okay, sure, whatever. That's a
1: double negative. Now he can claim his soul.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, however, in just a few years, Jack dies probably from heavy drinking. Mm,
1: and makes
0: sense. his dick of a lifestyle. <laughs> but this is the saddest sentence ever. Neither God nor the devil wanted to claim Jack's soul. <laughs> like, ooh, now no one wants you. How's ooh, that feel? Bye. It's like it's like when a guy cheats on a girl and begs the girlfriend to get back together and with him. Like, and she's no. like, no. And he's like, well, then I'll just stay with the girl I was cheating on him with. And she's like, no. no. And now he's just yeah. stuck with no one.
1: It's a perfect ending is what exactly. you're saying. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so because Jack was such an indecent person, God didn't want to claim him. And because the devil didn't want to go back on his promise, the devil wouldn't claim Mm -hmm. Jack. But the devil did feel bad for Jack. So why? I don't know. So he gives Jack um, a burning coal to light his path. And he left him wandering in the dark. He's like, okay, bye. Because nobody likes Sting. Stingy Jack, Stingray I, Jack Stingray Jack Man I just want to say um, People started carving Potatoes and turnips Into scary faces To scare him away So this originates In Ireland
1: Uh huh So they that have a lot sense. of
0: Potatoes So most of the time You see potatoes it's a potato. so, But people would call him Jack of the Lantern In
1: Because of their Muddled accents <laughs> Right <turns> Well and <laughs> in
0: In like southern English Especially It sounds like Jack-o-lantern mm-hmm. And over time It just became Jack-o-lantern So eventually they would start carving, they started carving turnips and then eventually pumpkins because it was bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. And this story (laughs) was first published in 1835, which means it has to be true. Yes. (laughs) And uh, it they say his name in the, the, like whatever the. Legend is mm-hmm. that his full name is Jack McLantern, which is another reason they call him Jack, Jack of,
1: of the Lantern, Jack Lantern. Yeah. So is McLantern like a popular name? I don't in think Ireland? so. I don't think so either.
0: <laughs> but you know, you just throw Mick in front of everything. And that's <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. So yeah. So y- the the whole thing is that if you put a scary enough face, mm-hmm. he will not come into your home because you don't want him to come into your home but Uh i like this legend because they're not afraid that he's going to do bad things to you they're just afraid because he's annoying as fuck and they're like (laughs) go away we don't want you here nobody wants your soul
1: (laughs) and and it's like i love how they think that A pumpkin will scare him away. But he fucked with the devil. Yeah, he's like, like, devil, fine.
0: Pumpkin, can't do it. can't. That's his weakness. I'm not big with gourds. I can't do gourds. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do gourds. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, we all have our issues. We do. (laughs)
1: That's the end. Yes, the Wow, beautiful, beautiful. I like that legend.
0: Yeah, it's fun. It is. a A little fun legend. It is. I love it.
1: Oh, um... (laughs) <laughs> I'm Austin. I'm the voice here.
0: Oh, right. <laughs> we have
1: to say I'm Reppy.
0: And I'm the voice over here. Over here. Ooh. I mean. Yeah. In our headphones, it's one or the other. Yeah. Like, but once i on X one it, headphone it's, it's and different. I'm on the other. So yes. to
1: me, it's like, I'm over here. We, so um, Janae. If you've listened to the previous episodes, you know we've mentioned Janae before. Mm-hmm. One of our most loyal listeners. Mm-hmm. We love Janae. She. <laughs> She, um, I think she emailed us and she was like, I still can't tell <laughs> can't your voice apart. apart. Um, <laughs> so at our Halloween party, mm-hmm. we were like, can you tell our voices apart? Like we played a yeah. little snippet <laughs> and everyone could, but I guess, you know, it, once you know known us, us for, for long years, enough. So. Yeah. So I'm Austin. Yeah. I'm Reppy. Yep.
0: We say that at the end of every episode. It's not like you say my name and I say yours, but I guess we don't it's, say it until the it's, very end. Yeah,
1: we need to say it earlier on, I guess, for but people I mean, to
0: really know. Technically, if you listen to one episode, then that end could be the second episode's beginning. So really, <laughs>
1: I'm just saying, but it's fine. <laughs> Are you just, <laughs> are those just the lyrics to Closing Time? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> closing Time. God, what a good song. Oh, my God. Pretty great. <laughs> um, hmm, I felt like there was something else I wanted to say in between these, but I don't know. So we're just going to go into it. Okay. So my legend is that of poisoned Halloween candy. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. So during the Industrial Revolution parents began to become paranoid that their children may be the recipients of halloween candy that had been tampered with yeah cuz that
0: should have been their biggest concern
1: <laughs> during the industrial revolution yeah. the sky was else a color black about yeah <laughs>
0: Your, your lungs were turning into ash as they
1: spoke. But it's You like. send your kid to stick their arms in machinery in the factory, but it's poison Halloween candy that's going to get them. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't avoid the factory. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, rumors of razor blades and nails in chocolate bars, um, ant poison in treats, and even powdered cyanide in sweets traveled across America. I always put cyanide in my Halloween candy. I know. That just adds a little zing to it. Yeah, just a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit. So that they
0: really know if you eat too much Halloween candy, you will get a (laughs) stomachache. I'm like, bam, you're lucky, parents, that I did this. Because tomorrow they'll only have one chocolate bar instead of ten. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Fighting diabetes. Fighting diabetes (laughs) one step at a time. This notion came about when food production moved to factories uh, which many people consider to be mysterious and distrustful. Also rat infested, as we later found out.
0: Not, yeah, not wrong. <laughs> no.
1: Well, <laughs> read that book, The Jungle. The Jungle, yes. That's a gross book. Never eat a sausage again. I eat them all the time. I know. <laughs> mm, with a little bit of red sauce on it, it's good. Doctors at the time confirmed this fear by claiming that they had treated children who had been poisoned by candy. They assumed that if a child was sick and he or she had recently eaten candy, then the candy must have been poisoned. When really, they were just sucking down all the candy they can get to get away from their miserable existence. <laughs> yeah, in the they ate Revolution. seven
0: handfuls of M and M's yeah. with their dirty, gross hands. They
1: haven't washed in a year. <laughs> exactly. But you're right; it's the candy's problem. <laughs> it's definitely poisoned candy. Yeah. In the late 1800s, the U.S. Bureau of Chemistry tested factory-made candy, and found no evidence of poison. But they did find trace amounts of copper in the corn syrup used to make candy. Yeah, well. Everyone was fine with it You can't win at all.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: There's got to be Copper's a little something good for in there. You. <laughs> they make the them devil
0: with a coin, so it must be good.
1: <laughs> Makes them a little bit richer. Yeah. Your it's kids are worth there's something There's a little now. bit of tinge
0: to it. It's like, ooh, yeah. what's
1: that? Did I eat a penny? <laughs> So, this was thought to be from uncoated copper pans that the syrup was made in.
0: Why would we not coat those?
1: Back then, no one knew shit. It's like, who cares? It's just (laughs) copper. God,
0: people, get it
1: together. (laughs) In the 1980s, the fear of poison candy began to resurface. American parents were especially concerned about this because of the Tylenol poisonings. The fear that strangers were hell-bent on hurting or even killing children spread. Various stories of tampered Halloween candy popped up during this time, but all were of questionable origin and none were substantiated. This paranoia has persisted and even today false reports of poisoned or weaponized candy pop up and near like Halloween. Weaponized, weaponized like it turns candy into a bomb when exactly. you open it. <laughs> 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 um So I'm going to tell you about one of the rare cases where legend gave birth to reality. On Halloween of 1974, eight-year-old Timothy O'Brien went trick-or-treating with his sister Elizabeth. She was like three or five. I don't know. And two neighbors. (laughs) It's
0: not important. It (laughs) It isn't. She's fine. She (laughs) turns out fine. fine.
1: (laughs) So them and two neighbor children, um, they were trick-or-treating in their neighborhood in Pasadena, Texas. They were accompanied by Timothy and Elizabeth's father, Ronald Clark O'Brien, and the mother of their two neighbors. The six of them approached one of the houses in the neighborhood and rang the doorbell, but no one answered. Children proceeded on to the next house, but Ronald insisted on staying behind to see if anyone was home. He caught up to them with five pixie sticks, which he said he got from the previous house. What an idiot. <laughs> He gave one to each child and handed the additional stick off to a 10-year-old boy that had gone to the same church as the O'Briens, who they, like, met while they were trick-or-treating. When the O'Briens got home that night, the children wanted to have one piece of candy before bed. Timothy chose the pixie stick. I don't know why, but That's he did. Worst. That's the worst. It is. All I think about when I hear this
0: story is, like, <laughs> Why not a fucking Snickers? You're going to pick that, that shitty thing. like, Or even if you're a murderer and you just want to kill kids in general, it's like pick like something with caramel yeah. or something that most kids are going to be like, yes, instead of mm-hmm. like
1: a pixie stick is sexy-
0: nothing food. Yeah, pixie stick is like what you eat in between all the chocolate when you're like, that's too much chocolate. Okay, I'll down this sugar
1: in a Coke and yeah. then I'll be good to go. Ugh. Pixie sticks are so fucking gross to me. Really?
0: I like yeah. them. Do but you? again,
1: I only like them like... In, in I certain situations. If I
0: was like, ooh, I want to go buy one piece of candy, it wouldn't be a fucking pixie stick. Exactly. If anything, if I really want sugar, it's going to be fun dip. It's just, you get that stick that you get to lick.
1: Yeah, there's there, at least there's something
0: to yeah, it. And, and they're a little bit... Fun dip's a little bit sour, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like,
1: ooh, yeah. you get a little bit A pixie sweet, stick a little... is just powdered it's just nonsense. It's sugar. Yeah. It's
0: like, it if really I want is... eat sugar, I'll have cotton candy. Exactly. Or literally uh, a bag of sugar. A
1: bag. Yeah. It's pretty much just a bag of sugar with a little bit of flavoring. And dye. And it's yeah. like, you
0: might as well just eat the bag of sugar.
1: Exactly. For <laughs> so, <laughs> just give out bags yeah, of sugar just this Halloween. just <laughs> It's like a pixie stick. It's the same thing. (laughs) So uh, when Timothy went to open this pixie stick, he noticed that the powder had clumped together. It was hard. So his father helped him loosen it, which sounds weird, but okay. Timothy complained that the candy tasted unusual and bitter, and he almost immediately began having stomach pains. His father gave him Kool-Aid, to get the bitter taste out of his mouth. Kool-Aid has a bad rap when it comes to murder. But also
0: (laughs) it's like, oh, your stomach hurts? It's probably from all the sugar. Here, have You're, the sugar yeah. that I diluted with water. Mm-hmm. That'll help your stomach. Exactly. That'll push it in there. Have these people not
1: heard of water? Yeah. No,
0: <laughs> there is no water in that. No. It was just cool You it turned just on the tap, just,
1: Yeah. In their defense. It's just all Kool-Aid.
0: So it, it's a
1: uh, it's an area thing. It's yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. The cows,
0: you would milk them and those were Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. Too, so it, it was hard for them for a, a long wrong time. For a long, long time.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Timothy soon began vomiting and convulsing. And Ronald tried to help him. He went limp in his father's arms, and they called an ambulance. Timothy O'Brien died on the way to the hospital less than an hour after eating the pixie stick. And like I said before, he was only eight years old. Mm -hmm. His autopsy showed that he had ingested a fatal amount of potassium cyanide that was enough to kill two adults. After Timothy's death, the community became fearful, understandably. Many parents turned over the children's Halloween candy to police out of fear that it had been poisoned also. Just the pixie sticks. That's all you got it's, it's just the pixie sticks. Pixie sticks. <laughs> Investigators recovered the five pixie sticks and found that they had all been opened and resealed with a staple.
0: <laughs> That's my favorite part. I know. Yeah, it's, it's like, why? I'll just staple it
1: closed. <laughs> it's no not one's hard notice. to get some
0: super glue and super glue exactly. that baby
1: closed. If you went, well, we'll get into it. <laughs> All five Pixie Sticks contained enough potassium cyanide to kill multiple people, adults, not just children. Right, that's how the Tylenol poisonings were. Yeah, in, like in it a was bottle, overkill. there was enough to kill like mm-hmm.
0: it's crazy, like hundreds of people. Yeah, just in like a tablet, you just, just overshoot it. And... It's like, well, I definitely want them to die. <laughs> so, well, also cyanide's one of those things where the more you give, the faster it goes. Mm-hmm. So, like if you give a little bit of cyanide, it's... Like, even, you know, there's there's more of a chance that it will, like, that they'll live. Because, mm-hmm. but when there's a lot, it's just, it's so it's hard. Instant, to yeah. yeah. Especially back in those days mm-hmm. where, like, now I'm sure it's easier. You could even probably give epicac.
1: Uh-huh. Maybe. I guess. It Most depends parents how... have epicac, Yeah. It depends how fast you're it gets bad, into you're bad, like, blood. my mom.
0: <laughs> my mom didn't have epicac. And one time, my brother swallowed, like, those little... You know, those keep fresh stuff, those gel balls. So he took them out and was like playing with them. Like one of my brothers Uh and my other brother came and was like, what is this? And he just like, ate them. He just, I mean, in his defense, he was like seven and my mom didn't have any. That's old. To be just eating random stuff. (laughs) It is. It's a little. (laughs) But so my mom didn't have um, EpiCac because she's the worst. And so he was given the Heimlich. No. (laughs) Because if you're given the Heimlich and you're not choking, sometimes it makes you vomit Uh because you're punching the stomach over and over again. And so and my mom like stuck fingers down his throat and eventually he vomited.
1: (laughs) Didn't call poison control. I mean, she
0: did eventually, but she knew like, I think my dad called and- she was like, I know he needs. I mean, she's yeah. a nurse. She knew she he knows. needed to yeah. just throw it up. Mm-hmm. But it was like, Gotta get it out somehow. Have, have Epic in your house. Yeah. They
1: put- keep it high up. They could have used that milk your grandfather kept in the house for like 10 years. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> I do. They're disgusting people. <laughs> it was <a> disgusting family. <laughs> <laughs> Where people just eat stuff and keep milk for years. Milk, yeah. <laughs> well, they're old. They could have forgotten about it. We'll give them a pass. Um. So. Ronald O'Brien was interrogated by police, and he claimed that he could not remember which house he had gotten the pixie sticks from. Neighbors were also interviewed, and police determined that no one had been giving out pixie sticks on the two streets the O'Briens visited on Halloween. They only did two streets because it was raining, apparently. yeah. Yeah. so, not to tell people how to kill,
0: but (laughs) the better idea would have been to wait until... Halloween night was over. Mm -hmm. Sneak into their back. Be like, okay, well, I need your candy so you don't eat it this night. Yeah. And put cyanide in pieces of candy that That they had had already gotten. Because also, Pixie Sticks, it's not like a Hershey's chocolate bar where it's like seven houses give Mm -hmm. out Hershey's chocolate bars. It's like, wait, because then you could have been like, oh, I think this person gave them Mm -hmm. out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of
1: being like, Pixie Sticks are suspicious.
0: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) plus, he's the one who got them and like, if you interview everyone in the neighborhood and no one else gave out pixie mm-hmm. sticks, it's then like. it's,
1: yeah, it's obvious. Yeah. So, O'Brien led police to the home he said he remembered getting the candy from. And he said that the occupants only cracked the door open and handed him the sticks and that he didn't see their faces. What
0: a fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm sorry. But also, like, if you're a parent, immediately I'd be like, I don't want them anymore. Yeah, right. I don't want your candy. I'm no. going to leave. Burn this house down. Because, <laughs> like, obviously you're like, this has poison in it. Yes. Or you're, like, jerking off and you're half naked. <laughs> Either way, I don't want the candy both. that you are holding. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, so I'm
1: going to just go. <laughs> like. So this home, the house he led them to, was owned by an air traffic controller. Who hadn't gotten home from work until eleven PM on Halloween. And over two hundred oh, shitty Halloween. Yeah. Over two hundred of his coworkers attested to the fact that he was at work. <laughs> Such a bad just so bad just bad planning. This yes. guy's so <laughs> stupid. While the investigation was ongoing, police discovered that Ronald O'Brien was over a hundred thousand dollars in debt and had held to over twenty one jobs in the previous decade.
0: Wow. Yeah, that sounds a lot. like he's bad at his job.
1: <laughs> he is. <laughs> he was also very close to being fired from his job at Texas State Optical because he was suspected of stealing.
0: How hard is it to not steal from the place you work? <laughs> I in? know, right? Like, I, I knew a girl who was fired from Victoria's Secret because they couldn't prove she was a seasonal worker, and they couldn't mm-hmm. prove she was stealing like enough to charge her with something. Yeah. But they knew she was stealing, so they fought, You know, they didn't keep her on mm-hmm. any longer than seasonal. But it's like, don't steal from the place you yeah. work. If you're going to steal, I mean, who am I to judge you? But, but don't do it from the place you work. Because if, they, if you go into Walmart and you steal and you make it out and then they look over the cameras, so they're mm-hmm. like, oh, just this fucking girl is stealing. But if, if you, you work there, there they're they like, oh, this is her address, this mm-hmm. is her phone number, and we control her paycheck. Yeah. Like... We,
1: it's, you know, it's it's like, it's biting the hand that feeds you. Yeah. It's like, just steal know?
0: anywhere else. There's 75 places that sell bra. Steal from any <laughs> of them. Like, yeah. you don't need to be stealing. But it's easy because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm just bringing something to the back room. And then she would like put the bra on.
1: Yeah. She, you know like, what I mean? No. So
0: it's like, we couldn't. As in Victoria's Secret, like you can search, you have to be searched. Most Mm -hmm. places you do, same with Sephora. You have to be searched on the way out, but they can't like ask you to take off your shirt. They can't be like, let me see the bra you're wearing. So it's like, I'll just stick it on and I'll stick my bra over it and I'll put my shirt on and walk out with it. Exactly. And that's what she would do. Yeah. And it's just like, you're so stupid though.
1: (laughs) Can't believe you got away with it. You're so dumb. (laughs) Yeah. So in January of that same year, O'Brien had taken out life insurance policies on his two children for around $20,000. What a weird thing to take out life insurance. Yes. On. Um, that September, O'Brien doubled up on these insurance policies for an additional 20 grand on each child, and then another and then in the days before Halloween, he added another 20 grand to them, totaling around $60,000 for both children. Which isn't enough to cover his debt, but okay, (laughs) O'Brien's. But it gets there. It's (laughs) it's some of it, I guess. That's only for that's if he killed both children. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Which he didn't. O'Brien's wife claimed to be completely unaware of these insurance policies.
0: He didn't take out one on her. No, No.
1: he still wanted the wife. He didn't want the kids. He loves her. (laughs) Yeah. Police also uncovered that the morning after Timothy died, O'Brien called the insurance company to inquire as to how he would go about cashing out the policy. Shortly after this discovery, detectives were able to place O'Brien at a chemical supply store in Houston, right before Halloween. Even though O'Brien didn't purchase anything at the store, it was enough to arrest him on one charge of capital murder and four counts of attempted murder. They say that he didn't purchase anything from that store because they had a minimum of five pounds of any substance. It's odd. Like, just
0: imagine being that insurance caller who's like taking these calls, probably mm-hmm. used to people who are like Grieving, sad and distraught. Yeah. And then there's this guy who's like, How do I claim it? And they're like, you're probably like, okay, they must have died weeks ago, months ago. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. Okay, uh, I need the, the, the date of the death. Number,
1: date of death. And yeah. then
0: he's he's like, oh, yeah, my seven-year-old or whatever died yesterday. And it's like. Yeah.
1: And it's not even yesterday. It's the morning after, yeah, it's so like, It's like six hours. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Like the chill. Like either this guy killed his kid mm-hmm. or he's so fucked up because if I had a child who died, I would just fucking take all the pills yeah all of them mm-hmm. like i mean i would be so high on like oxy <laughs> yeah that but i still don't think i'd call like it'd, it'd be different if he was mm-hmm. like calling like fucking taco bell like i'd <laughs> yeah. like 17 tacos because i i could definitely be like if someone close to me died i might order seven pizzas <laughs> and just be yeah. like, i want to eat every single slice of pizza exactly. but it's weird to like that's your child too. Yeah. It's not even like, okay, it's my great grandmother, she died of old age. Mm-hmm. I just want her fucking money. You know what I mean? No. Like I get
1: that. This situation. is like it's like this is fucked yeah. up. Like that's an immediate red flag. A poor insurance person was yeah. just like, Oh my god. <sighs> it's a hard job. Must be. Yeah, it can't be easy. Yeah. So in November of nineteen seventy four, O'Brien pled not guilty to all accounts. The trial began on May fifth of nineteen seventy five. During the proceedings, a chemical salesman that knew O'Brien testified that in the summer of 1973, O'Brien had contacted him to ask how to purchase cyanide and how much it would take to kill a person. Co-workers of O'Brien also went on the record and claimed that he had shown a, quote, unusual interest in cyanide. Any interest is an <laughs> unusual interest. Yeah, well, and it's like, you work at an optical place. Why are you talking to your coworkers about cyanide? Yeah, you never. If it's not part of your job, if you're not a
0: chemical yeah. salesperson or something, any mention of it is too. Like, especially the person who was like, he asked me how much would it would take to kill a person. Uh-huh. It's like, don't answer that. Yeah, scream and run away <laughs> because it's like, what this guy wants to kill people. Yeah, obviously. It's like, I don't care how much it takes because Mm -hmm. I'm never going to kill people with it. So it's like, I don't really need to know. No. I just know that you you don't need any.
1: Also, read
0: a book. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, come on, buddy. Don't be lazy. I'm sure there's a library.
1: (laughs) So (laughs) even. You
0: can look on the microfiche. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) So even Ronald O'Brien's sister-in-law and brother-in-law testified that on the day of Timothy's funeral, he had been talking about using Timothy's life insurance money to take a vacation and buy You're certain in items. Debt. Yeah. A hundred thousand
0: dollars. If anything, you should even if if your child even died accidentally, fine. You mm-hmm. wanna pay your debts off with it? Good. Do that so you can be there for your family or whatever. Yeah. But like Use it to pay your debts. Don't be like, I'm going to buy a sports car. It's like maybe, I don't know, invest in a memorial. Service. Yeah, like,
1: some <laughs> shit like that.
0: Like, I don't know, save it for your other kid's college yeah. fund maybe. That would have been a great idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, don't talk about it at your kid's funeral. Yeah,
0: maybe this is the inappropriate time to yes. be like, you know
1: what I'm going to do with the money. Mm -hmm. like yeah mm, on vacation (laughs) and everyone else the poor aunt is like i don't care yeah he's like just sitting at the funeral looking at brochures (laughs) Uh, for like mexico he's (laughs) like you think cancun's good this time of year and she's like i just want him back so through the entire trial o'brien maintained his innocence His defense used the old urban legend of random people poisoning Halloween candy to present an alternative killer, despite there being no proof of anyone poisoning Halloween candy previously, ever. Yeah. (laughs) Especially the razor blades is always the funniest. Even when I was a kid, I was like, (laughs) bullshit.
0: Because also, how... You're an idiot if you look at candy and you don't, like, if someone puts a razor blade Mm -hmm. in a Snickers bar and you don't see that, then you're stupid and you deserve to choke on a razor blade. But also, (laughs) you would feel it in your mouth. Like, worst comes to worst, you cut your mouth. Like, my mom was always worried about swallowing it. That's the big thing. You're going to swallow it. It's going to cut your throat and you're going to die. But it's like, there's so many obstacles that the Mm -hmm. razor blade has Has to get. through. Like, (laughs) I mean, what? Like, a lot of times I think my mom just, you know, when we were young, especially, I heard it a lot. Like, when we, I don't hear it as much today because Mm -hmm. I think there's so many individually wrapped and, like, pre, like, there's a lot of things on it that say, like, if this is open, don't eat it. Just throw it, you Uh know? So people are just naturally cautious. But, like, when we were younger, my mom always took the candy bag and checked it before she gave it to us. Like, Mm -hmm. we, we could get the candy, as much candy as we want, and then she'd check it. And I feel like, she definitely just took a handful and was like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But like all of my like almond joys were missing. It's like <laughs> just the almond joys this year. Weird. Those were the <laughs> only ones
1: poison. I don't know, There's so <laughs> yeah. much poison.
0: She's got like chocolate smeared on her mouth. <laughs> she's like, there's so a-
1: much poison. Yeah. It's
0: like, okay. <sighs> My yeah, parents sure, there didn't was a blades in there. Well, you also live in a very safe town. Yeah. Well, my And parents... when I lived here too, they they, <laughs> they didn't, didn't check anything. But like Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. is like a city. I mean, I went to really really nice parts of that town and I went to parts that were like trailer parks. Not yeah. that those people no. are going to kill people, but you know, there were people like cook and meth out back. Yeah. So it's so like let's make sure careful. it's not drugs. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Sometimes my brothers would use Halloween to like It was a perfect opportunity because you just put the drugs in your trick-or-treat bag and no one checks it. Like cops are like, oh, he just has a bag of candy. Where like other nights it would be hard. So he would get like big things of drugs Drugs so that he wouldn't have to buy them for a few weeks. That makes sense. I went trick-or-treating with my brothers. Can you (laughs) (laughs) tell? So,
1: man, do I know how to buy some Some drugs. drugs. Yeah. My parents just watched me. Plow that candy into <laughs> in my mouth, just shaking there. Like, What's diabetes? Exactly. <laughs> so O'Brien's trial garnered national attention, and he became known as the Candy Man and the Man Who Killed Halloween. <laughs> On June 3rd, 1975, O'Brien was found guilty of capital murder. And four counts of attempted murder after the jury deliberated for only 46 minutes. Oh, good. It took them <laughs> only 71 minutes to sentence him to death. Mrs. O'Brien divorced Ronald shortly after this. Good call. Yes. And she... <laughs> Has gotten remarried, and I think she has another child, which is nice. O'Brien spent the last days of his life in the Huntsville unit in Huntsville, Texas, where he was shunned and despised by the other death row inmates. Yeah, because he killed his own son. Everyone's like, dude, that's a little fucked up. Yeah, this is my favorite part. The other prisoners also reportedly petitioned to hold a celebratory demonstration on Brian's state of death (laughs) (laughs) to express their deep hatred of him. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. It's like, Let's have a party because this guy's good. Exactly. It's like all the murderers yeah, and rapists are like, exactly. dude, it's
0: your own son. Uh-huh. I mean,
1: <laughs> there's a line. So his first execution date was August 8th, 1980, but he was granted a stay of execution twice. His third execution date, actually, I think he was granted a stay three times. His third execution date, which I wish was the final one, was October 31st, (laughs) 1982, on the 8th anniversary of Timothy's death. He should have died on that day. He should have. That would have been amazing. The judge who set this date offered to personally drive O'Brien from the jail to the death chamber. (laughs) He was so into it. After many attempts at an appeal, O'Brien was finally set to be executed on March 31st, 1984. O'Brien was the first death row prisoner to be put to death by lethal injection in the state of Texas, which is probably, uh, depending on if they got the dose right, better than the electric chair. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Although, I would have loved it if he got the electric chair
1: and they didn't wet the sponge. (laughs) They didn't wet the sponge. During the process, he maintained his innocence. He spoke about how the death penalty was wrong. And said, quote, I forgive all, and I do mean all, those who have been involved in my death. God bless you all, and may God's best blessings be always yours. Yeah, well,
0: thank God you <laughs> forgive us. Yeah, right. Like.
1: <laughs> During the execution, a crowd of over 300 people waited outside of the prison. Some excited that O'Brien was about to be executed, and some protesting the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Which is fine, that's what America's about. You know, voicing your opinion, peaceful protest. Once it was announced that O'Brien was dead, demonstrators yelled out, trick or treat, and some even showered the anti-death penalty (laughs) protesters with candy. (laughs) Uh, Pixie sticks, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) Ronald O'Brien is buried in Forest Park East Cemetery in Webster, Texas, while Timothy O'Brien is buried in Houston. Good. Yeah.
0: That makes me happy. Mm I don't want them buried near each other. Exactly. Exactly. I love those fucking protesters. My favorite. <laughs> I just always think it's funny when protesters stand outside a, like, a death penalty thing like mm-hmm. that, because it's like, well, they're going to die, though. Yeah. Like, it's going to happen anyway. Like, do it at a courthouse or something. Mm-hmm. Like, the jail's not going to give a fuck that you're like, go do the death penalty. Yeah.
1: I mean, the time to really protest for something like that is sentencing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because so. it's like...
1: I mean, also,
0: it's not really the jail's fault. If they're like,
1: kill them, then the jail's like, well, I guess we gotta gotta kill them. gotta kill them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The jury said we gotta kill them. (laughs) So. Yep. That's the legend of Poison Candy and the only confirmed case of that. Hmm.
0: Yeah, well, who poisons candy?
1: No one. That's the thing. Candy's great. Nobody wants to destroy that. Yeah, why would you want it? Well, that's why they're like, this is the man that killed Halloween, because now everyone's fucking paranoid. Yeah. Because Halloween is pure.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, it's like Christmas.
1: <laughs> but yes. no Jesus. Except Christmas is already sticking its dick in everything. I went to Christmas the- is great. <laughs> Don't you dare talk
0: bad I about need, Christmas.
1: I need Halloween to be over first. I need it. Because I went into the dollar store yesterday. Well, I- life isn't about what you need, <laughs> Austin. <laughs> I just I went to the dollar store and I was like, maybe I'll get one of some of those like um, tombstones for the front mm-hmm. yard. And it was all Christmas ornaments and no tombstones. Well, I guess you should have bought in it earlier. Guess you should have planned yes. ahead. Uh- <laughs> it's it definitely has nothing to do with the Christmas being out two months early. <laughs> <Nope>.
0: <laughs> See, my whole thing is like now I'm getting to the point where it's like I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited for Halloween, but I'm also excited for it to end because November 1st, I've had to stop myself multiple times from listening to Christmas music, but November (laughs) 1st, I allow myself to to be Christmas mm -hmm. for two months because it's the only two months out of the year I get to be myself. I hope Brian's ready for this. I told him. He was like, (laughs) I like Christmas too, and I was like, Like, I don't
1: understand.
0: Even when people are like,
1: I love Christmas, it's like, (laughs) cute yeah you don't get it have you been to Walmart lately where in the back it's all Christmas stuff and they're playing Christmas carols
0: (laughs) (laughs) no but I have been to Target and I've looked Mm -hmm. at their lights and I've already made a semi list in my head of like
1: (laughs) things I want to buy I
0: want all of it the dollar spot at Target has slowly started to be Christmas stuff and they always have those cute little two dollars trees like they're like this big and they're like you know sparkly and cute and I want to get 70 of them and put them around (laughs) my room Christmas, the
1: snow's coming
0: in. Oh my God! <laughs> Such a good song. It's
1: still Halloween. <laughs> okay, well I'll watch the Nightmare of
0: Christmas, or the Nightmare Before Christmas. That's how you can because you can meld then both, of them. Me, both of them. Yes, but I'll just keep re- like rewinding mm-hmm. and like playing the snow part where he gets Jeez to Christmas Christ. and rewinding. But <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like
1: yes, that's all for this week, right? I guess that's it. We are Helen High Horror. Yep. On. Facebook and on Instagram and Tumblr where mm-hmm. Hell High Horror on Twitter. Check out Reppy's Halloween movie list. Yeah. Because it's up on it's all of good. those. It is. I like it. She put some good essential movies on there. Yeah. And she separated it into fun and scary. Yeah. You know, there's like two kinds of mood. There's like, yeah. man, do I want
0: to watch all the Halloween movies? Mm-hmm. And then there's like, oh, I just want to watch Casper the Ghost.
1: Yes. So. <laughs> Um, we put up some pictures from our Halloween party. Mm-hmm. If you need Halloween food ideas and decorating ideas, Reppy kind of knocked it out of the park. So, I mean, they weren't my ideas. I just did yeah. it. I she executed, which executed. is the more important. <laughs> um, so there's that. Our Patreon is up, as always. If you donate $1 a month, you get our news episode, which is about to come out for this month. It's, it's monthly, like your period. But then <laughs> but better. doesn't stain your pants. <laughs> Just as depressing. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we have that. You can donate um, $1 to $10. And the rewards differ there. You can go to patreon.com slash Horror for that. We are always accepting your listener stories. We're going to do a listener stories episode as well. And you can send those to Horror at com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast it helps other people find us yep and what else is that it i mean i think that's everything we have some merch on Redbubble. yep uh which you should be able to find a link to on our facebook and stuff like that and we also just create a group so you can find the group through our official facebook page and join it and talk about all the spooky things there that's mm. it right that's all it. good anything i missed anything to add um. Nah. Nah. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> it. Okay. That's just a thing. So. That's it for this week. We have one more Yay! Halloween episode to go, and then we're back. And to- then we're only Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> we will have a Christmas episode. I we promise, can have a so. Jewish
0: one too, if that makes you okay. feel better. It does. <laughs> we'll do like snow related too. That that's non. Religion.
1: Non-religious Non-religious winter, winter holiday. ones, yeah. yeah.
0: No one. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, freezing to death. People who have frozen, frozen to death. Ooh, that's probably a good one. Yeah, you could do the Dahmers. The, no, not Dahmers. What are they called? The Donner Party. Donner, thank you. Donner Party. And um, uh, Diet Love Pass. Yeah,
1: I love that. Me too. That last
0: podcast on the left mm-hmm. did a really good job with that. Yeah, all the dead bodies Ballet on Mount Balls Everest. Everest. Pass. There's a T in there somewhere.
1: Diet Love yeah. It's the like, eh. <laughs> yeah. So that's it for this week. We'll talk at you next week. Yeah. Happy hauntings. Bye. Bye. <laughs>